According to recent guidelines from the United Kingdom's National Institute for Health and Care Excellence, or NICE, healthy pregnant women at low risk for complications are safer giving birth at home or in a midwife-led unit than in a hospital obstetrics unit. That's in part because women who give birth in a hospital are more likely to receive interventions such as C-sections. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with Neil Shaw, an Assistant Professor of Obstetrics and Gynecology at Harvard Medical School and Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center, and Associate Faculty at Ariadne Labs for Health Systems Innovation. Dr. Shaw has written a perspective article about the safety of giving birth at home or in a maternity unit, and whether the considerations that apply in Britain also apply to pregnant women in the United States. Dr. Shaw, before these new guidelines were introduced in Britain, what was the attitude toward home birth and other midwife-led births in that country? My sense is that home birth was still relatively uncommon, but much more common than it is here in the United States. So at baseline, prior to these recommendations, 9 out of 10 babies in the United Kingdom were still being born in physician-led obstetric units within hospitals. So still clearly the majority of babies were being born that way. Here in the United States, however, it's 99 out of 100 are born in hospitals. So it's much less common that you'd encounter somebody who chose to have their baby at home here in the U.S. compared to the U.K. It's been predicted that when the guidelines are implemented, many more British women will choose not to give birth in a hospital. So would you expect that that sort of shift would influence practice in the United States and other countries as well? Well, I'm hopeful that it'll at least start a conversation about what in the U.K. makes that okay and safe and what we might need to be able to do here in the United States to make it equivalently safe. Part of what I tried to do with this perspective piece is provide the context of how the systems of care are different. What the U.K. ultimately determined in reviewing the evidence for the safety of childbirth in different settings in the U.K. was that it's relatively safe for babies to be born in different settings. For first-time moms, it's a little bit more risky to have the baby at home versus in a midwife-led unit or a hospital. But it's almost always safer for moms to have babies outside of a hospital just because the chances of having an intervention are so much higher in the hospital. One thing that we know is that there are harms from doing too little, but there are also harms from doing too much. And for most patients, we usually err on the side of doing too much. One of the things that I think makes it a little bit safer to do this in the UK is that they have a very well-coordinated system of care, so that if you are starting off at home or in a lower-intensity setting like a midwife-led unit, there are really clear protocols and really great systems to transfer you to a higher level of care. And that's one thing that's lacking here in the U.S. What then would it take to improve the safety of non-hospital births in the U.S.? I think we would need more capacity, to be honest. So right now, about 50% of counties in the U.S. don't even have a midwife or an obstetrician. And as a result of that, it's relatively common to have to get into your car and drive some significant distances in many parts of the country to get to a facility. And because of the way that we deliver babies here in the U.S., which are almost exclusively in hospitals in settings that look very much like ICUs, it's a huge resource investment that would be very difficult to build at scale throughout the country. So I think what we need is capacity to be able to build, first of all, lower-level care facilities for low-risk patients around the country. And then we would need ways of coordinating care so that there wouldn't be, currently there are strong financial disincentives often to transfer moms in the course of labor from one facility to another. You mentioned over-intervention, under-intervention. NICE in the UK emphasizes the risks of over-intervention in childbirth 
but the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists focuses on the harms that can result from under-intervention. What do you see explaining that difference in culture, and does it go beyond obstetrics? I think it may. I think there's a burgeoning conversation that's happening in the U.S. and the U.K. and honestly around the world about adding treatment intensity to the quality agenda and realizing that often the harms that happen in the delivery system aren't things that happen on average. They're things that happen at the extreme. So when we do too little, but also when we do too much. And childbirth is a great example because the majority of patients or moms that have a baby, this is their first encounter with the healthcare system in a significant way for themselves. They tend to be young, healthy people. And the over-intervention rates are relatively much higher, I would say, compared to many other areas of the delivery system. So I think it serves as a great case example of why doing too much can be harmful, even on a routine basis. You say in your article that five of the ten most common medical interventions performed in the United States are related to childbirth. So there's been discussion about how to reduce the number of unnecessary C-sections, but are obstetricians also being encouraged to use fewer of these other interventions? Not necessarily, to be honest. I think that a lot of those other interventions that get counted in that statistic are things like epidurals or some of the things that we do to monitor the baby. I think that childbirth is something that is, for good reason, very preference-sensitive. And so even both in the UK and in the US, whether it's ACOG or the Royal College or the National Institutes in the UK, they're all very clear that the setting of birth and the sort of plan for birth should be something that is set within the preferences of the mom. But there seems to be some relationship, I mean, between getting a lot of interventions up front, whether it's an induction or an epidural, and the chances of getting more interventions like a C-section further downstream. So finally, how can midwives and physicians be encouraged to communicate, collaborate on these issues of safety for pregnant women, regardless of where they choose to give birth? There's clearly a huge opportunity there. In looking around the country, I think one of the big opportunities that we have to develop the capacity that we need to give women access to childbirth care, especially normal low-risk women, is to expand midwifery services. And currently, even within obstetrician-led units within a hospital in the UK, midwives are much more commonplace than they would be in hospitals here in the US. And most of the routine care is still being taken care of by midwives, and the obstetricians are sort of there to provide the sort of surgical level of care and higher levels of medical care only for the higher-risk patients as needed. So I think there's a very, very big opportunity that we have as we're trying to both expand access and rationalize treatment intensity just by, I think, including midwives more often in the care that we're providing. Thank you, Dr. Shah.